Mila Lodge and Shelly Thunder, brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. And here we are again on another Thursday afternoon at 4 o'clock here on Bermuda's Best Music Mix, Ocean 89. We've got uh, Jamila and Corey on the line. And uh, good to hear you guys. <laughs> here we are again getting through uh, our new normal, as we're starting That's to right. call it, right? That, that is right. Yeah. But it's good to be here again, and we're doing this every week. So every Thursday at 4, we're going to be here and I'm really excited today because we have one of our very own incubatees and our Enterprise Bermuda Incubator, Miss mm-hmm. um, Corey Hippolyte, um, who is the owner and founder of Equilateral Studio. And she's just launched this business yesterday amidst COVID-19 and all of the... Well, the congratulations. <laughs> yeah, yeah Corey, I think we, we chatted so once when you were up here at the studio while, when you were talking about being in the incubatee. Yeah. Um, um, group this time, and uh, here we are, and, and and you're you're up and running, despite, in spite, and because of all of the above, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, getting getting a good start, and we're here to uh, to talk about what your business is all about. Yeah, thank you guys for having me again. No problem. It's nice to be here. So tell us what what's happening. You've launched. I saw the press release, so that means yes. it's official. Can you just fill us in uh, on what Equilateral Studio is? Yeah, so um, we are a branding and design agency dedicated to serving the beauty, health, and wellness industry. Um, We offer brand strategy, uh, brand identity, and brand experience services um, to existing businesses or startups or even if you're an idea. Okay. So Mm -hmm. you said brand strategy, brand awareness, and what was the other one? Brand strategy, brand identity, and brand experience. Okay. And I'm like, okay, that's a lot of brands. What's the difference between <laughs> uh, all the, of them? <laughs> the strategy is um, more so of the marketing, the research, um, the positioning, building out the entire brand strategy. The identity um, is where the logo comes in and this the um, ID systems, um, the color palettes, the typography, Anything oh, okay. to actually identify as a brand, the voice, um, and then the experience is the touch points and how um, the customers actually interact with the brand. So the website, social media, the print collateral, and um, everything. So it sounds like you do the the whole shebang, right? Yeah, the kitchen sink, all of that. <laughs> you can yeah. do it all. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now, one of the things that I find interesting is because most times when you talk about like a marketing agency or a firm, they will, anybody who wants to give them money, they'll take it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you focus specifically on the health and wellness industry. Mm-hmm. What is, what is, and why? Why? Tell me a little bit more about that. Um, so, in my personal opinion, I wanted to create or build a company that aligned with my passion and my happiness. Um, okay. And so I I wanted to focus on something that um, actually bought me value too. And so I ran out on a mission to kind of use design as a source to create a healthier world. And then I got into researching, you know, how can I do that? And then um, I came up with the idea to sell to serve the health and wellness industry. Okay. So was the art side of it your first interest then, um, Corey, as to become a designer, like a logo or brand um, designer? So I started as a designer, yes, and mm. I got into strategy second mm-hmm. um, and design and strategy. Um, so, yes, design is my first love, but I have since evolved um, and used design and strategy to actually create an entire agency. And, you know, the thing that I find interesting still is that you have identified who your sort of target um, customer is. And mm-hmm. th- those are people or business owners in the health and wellness industry. Mm-hmm. And so for some who are listening, especially amid a COVID-19 pandemic, they're like, well, how are you going to feed your family or yourself? <laughs> with, You know what I mean? Having such a defined niche, right? Mm-hmm. And so can you talk a little bit about 
what your strategy is and how you're going to be able to live your passion by focusing on these sort of businesses in this industry. Um, yeah, so the industry is actually a $4.7 trillion industry. Um, and we are 100% online, so that means that we service the global market. Um, and so actually before we even launched, we had worked with two clients, and those clients gave us referrals. Um, and so we've actually been pretty busy um, and blessed um, to even have business before even launching. So our goal is to just kind of continue working um, at the pace that we've been working at and market more. Um, and I think it'll just kind of bring us more people who are interested. Um, since launch, actually since COVID, there have been a lot of people who reached out to me that aren't um, in the beauty, health, and wellness industry either. And I kind of redirect them. I, I see this as good faith. I kind of redirect them to an agency I know that can help them um, with good faith that maybe if there's an agency out there that doesn't want to deal with um, a client or something and they hear about us, they'll send them to us as well. So, um, you know, I am just, I guess, just trying to stay in good faith mm -hmm. um, and follow the marketing plan that I have set. And I, I think that we're going to, I think we'll, we'll be okay. You know what? I think it's fabulous that you said, and I think, you, you know, Shelly, I'm always talking about mm -hmm. scaling and all of that, but you started with the intention of servicing an international clientele. And I think it, what you're saying speaks to exactly that, is that, so what? You're in, I mean, you said $4.7 trillion? That's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. That's, of, a, that's lot. a big pie. A lot <laughs> exactly. of people can have a slice. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. And, and I think it's, it's key. So those who are listening, remember that. Keep that in mind. And think about how you can get access to the global pie, because certainly there are health and wellness um, businesses or entrepreneurs all over the world. Mm -hmm. And so if you're specializing in that service, you know what they need, you know what people want to see from them, then you are the go-to person or your studio can become the go-to studio for those things specific. So um, I, I would just say, you know, don't be afraid to hone in on that thing that makes you special, right? Mm -hmm. And focus yeah. on that, keeping in mind that there is a global market, there is an international market. Yeah. So where have some of your clients come from, if you don't mind sharing? Um, no, I do not mind sharing. So I um, I believe I mentioned last time I was uh, born in Bermuda and moved to Charlotte at the age of 14 um, and then moved back to Bermuda at 27. So in my time in Charlotte, I was able to meet a lot of people um, from all over the world um, and I do also have a sister who is globally connected, who I owe a lot of my um, referrals to as well. <laughs> Family <laughs> is good. <laughs> she wait for that check, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I, if I got it, she definitely got it. But she um, has traveled all over the world, and she's huge into entrepreneurship. Um, she has her own podcast platform, The Gold Standard. Um, okay. She originally was referring a lot of people to me before I just started focusing on beauty, health, and wellness. And, you know, those connections led to other connections. Um, I also started working with friends at first um, to build up my um, experience. I would work with friends. I would give them the discount. <laughs> um, I would go above and beyond so that I can put that in my portfolio so that the next client who comes, um, or is referred to me can see that we are doing good work, right? So we're producing work with a, without even having this um, top client base yet. Mm -hmm. um, but that is definitely our goal. Mm. Well, I mean, I think it's exciting for me to hear that you are utilizing the network, right? We were. I was just listening to my boss, Arika Smith, was on Burn News with um, Aaron Hall and Ryan Parenti. And one of the things that she said is, or somebody um, brought up co-ops and how do you work collectively and cooperatively? And mm -hmm. I think it's key, you know, you were able to leverage that right away before you even, you know, launched your business. You were mm -hmm. able to utilize those contacts and work collectively to be able to at least set yourself up for when you did launch, which yeah. I think is key. 
Um, what are some of the other things that you were able to do to prepare yourself for, for launching the business? Um, so we did a lot of research. Um, when COVID hit, I actually took the time to step back. Um, we had just accepted a client, so that was going to take care of us for the next month. Um, I do have a part-time um, volunteer operations team in Bermuda. That's great. Um, that, that's really my family. <laughs> um, and then I Networking. Have <laughs> I'm an international team of designers um, in Singapore, Charlotte, and Indonesia. And so they're on a contract, so it's, it, you know, it was covered in the contract. We were good to go, but what I didn't want to do was continuously take on clients. What I wanted to do was take on one to take care of um, the expenses and then use that downtime to do a lot of research. So we did a lot of research. Um, we sat back and just to see what our actual value is, um, we had to go over, okay, what are we offering? Um, and so we went through our services. We went through um, the pricing. We, fi- we, we finalized the pricing. We created some packages. And then we moved into marketing and um, doing a little bit of research on who is it ac- that we actually want to target. Um, we did a lot of cold um, emailing, just reaching out to different businesses, just for awareness. And a lot of businesses, you'd be surprised, they're not, um, they actually responded back. Um, That's what I was going to ask. Like, how yeah. did that work? How was it received? Know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People um, see this email and you're like, yeah. who? <laughs> So um, we just did research. I'd find a couple of businesses in, um, for for instance, in LA. Um, I do have a really really good friend who also owns, a, owns an agency that works in Charlotte. And um, when she is really busy, she will try to connect someone to me, or has been trying to connect someone to me. Um, and so that's been sort of working out. Those are the businesses that I'd reach out to, and um, they'll let me know that you know they'll they'll keep in contact. Um, but that's only been recent. That's been in the past two weeks. So once we build out a process or some sort of flow that works for us, I believe we will do a lot of cold emailing um, and just kind of take our chance to, to land that good contract with the with businesses because there's really no no loss in cold emailing, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's like waving that. that flag. Here I am. See yeah, what I have. Yeah. Oh, someone might you're gonna catch someone's eye. Yeah, it's you know? the messaging. As long as you're you have value in there and you're short, because people really don't want to read a long email. Yeah, right, um, right. So you know, as long as you have that one piece of value in there, um, I think it works. And people they save you in their contacts, and who knows down the line, someone Let's, can call me from you know May. <laughs> right, that you've reached out. That's that's a good mm-hmm. point. And I think for some, it might be that initial fear of rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're like, oh, I'm going to send this email and they're just going to delete it or they're not going to read it. So I'm not going to even go down that road. Mm-hmm. But I think as an entrepreneur, like closed mouths don't get fed, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> and also understanding that failure and rejection is actually a good thing. Um, okay. I think they both challenge you and help you to be better. So if you, you know, if you look at failure and rejection with that type of mindset, it just kind of pushes you. Okay, this person didn't answer me. Let me try this person and let me try a different way of saying it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So it's all about, you know, the mindset. Mm-hmm. As long as you, you know your intent. catering to the right, yeah, yeah, to the right people. I'm like, okay. That's about insane. wellness and peace of mind right there. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about, because I know we're only on 30 minutes now, I have mm-hmm. all these questions and I'm not going <laughs> to get to all of them, but there's one in particular, which is how the health and wellness industry has in, been impacted at a, as a result of COVID-19. Like a lot of these businesses, um, you know, due to social distancing and not being able to be in touch with people or face-to-face with people, they have not been able to... Um, you know, make make money. So mm-hmm. how are you advising your clients who may be in that predicament to what are they supposed to do in the, in the meantime until they can get back to business as usual? Um, so I have actually been advising my, my clients um, to do a lot of research mm-hmm. and um, do a lot of surveys because although people would think to cut 
back on the marketing expense first mm-hmm. during this time. Mm-hmm. Marketing is actually the most important thing right now because it's the only way to communicate with your customers and your mm-hmm. target audience. So it's, a, it's especially important um, to keep it in the budget or even increase it at a time like this um, because COVID-19 also affects customers. Yes. And you need to know how to better serve them during mm. these times. So it's almost like kind of putting yourself last and putting the customers first. And that's how marketing is mm-hmm. and branding. I know you say it, but then when you're looking at the money that you have to spend and you're like, yeah, I can do this. <laughs> mm. it's all um, in the return. So it's, it's that's all the in point. the confidence and the return. Um, the marketing actually has a lot to do with confidence, especially research. Um, and I've been blessed to work with some clients who are pretty confident. Um, I have one client who is working with it, the Ignite program. Yes. Um, I've actually had a couple of people approach me from the Ignite program, and they're all very ambitious. And so mm-hmm. I love working with ambitious clients because, you know, they're the drive behind it as well. It's not just us. Like, we can create everything for you, but, you know, if you don't have that drive, that confidence to push it, push the business then you know we're not you know we're just kind of like a cost and so we are very strategic in who we work with because we want to be that good investment not just the cost now you brought up a good point about the your strategic in selecting who your clients are so it sounds to me that in addition to identifying whether or not they're even in the health and wellness industry there are some other things that they have to have if they are going to work with you. I mean, how, because I'm thinking, well, they got money, right? So <laughs> what, <laughs> what, why Why aren't you picking them? But explain to me or help me to understand how it makes a difference and how it impacts what you're able to do um, for them by being very selective in who you work with. Yeah, of course. So I, I believe that, you know, we're not for everyone and everyone's not for us. And so, mm-hmm. There is a survey that we do, and we just feel as though if you have the pieces to these questions answered, then, you know, you're the client that will fit with us. But we also give the client an opportunity to understand who we are as well. Um, we we do give clients responsibility um, to, you know, provide feedback in time, to, you know, have a mission, have a goal, um, like I said, have some ambition, and, um you can come to us with an idea, but if you have an idea with no purpose, it's almost it's it's almost kind of hard to to give you that purpose, right? Mm. Um, and so, a mission is one thing we we need from clients. We need to know that clients have a mission, even if it's just a mission. We right. need to know that you have a mission, some sort of purpose that you align with our values, um, and then. There's there's the minimum um, so that we are able to operate um, so that we so we do have a minimum a budget that we work with um, and then there of course is the fact that you are either beauty health or wellness related industry um, and then those are the three major things um, okay. but during the interview process I do make notes and I do love to work with clients who say you know we know nothing about branding and we are willing to learn. Mm. Um, We love those types of clients because they're willing to learn. You know what I mean? Um, Sometimes you get clients or high clients in the past where I'm working with them and they're not really interested into the process. It's kind of blah to them. And so they, you know, they don't see the value. And so Mm. indifference is not good. (laughs) Right. You don't get the best result. Exactly. And so it, it is important. You are saying some things, I feel like you sound very young and you look very young, but you sound like an old, so like you have been here, you have owned businesses because these are, what you're saying are the things that we, we talk with people who are seasoned business owners. It's like, what do you mean you're interviewing the client? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But understanding why that's important, I think, is sometimes key to even establishing the value that you, you bring to the table, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to sort of ask those questions, being able to see or determine if what you have on for, for offer is what they want, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, saving a lot of time and money because if it's not, it's not going to work anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. 
But yeah, and I, I have I have actually turned away clients and suggested that they um, work with either online programs. Some clients, you know, they don't see the value in it, and that's part yeah. In the fine. personal aspect that yeah. you bring to it, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's mm-hmm. you know that's fine. And so I bring a little bit more value by suggesting that maybe they should take this route, and I think they appreciate that mm-hmm. um, more than just saying, "Hey, um, this is what we're going to do for you," and um, I accept the money knowing that this is probably not going to work. And to speak off of your um, comment, Jamila, about Mm -hmm. um, being here before, I actually um, have been freelancing since I was in college. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I've worked with a lot of clients. I've worked for free for a lot of people. I've worked with clients that I absolutely love, with clients that have taught me a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And these are just the things that I've implicated into equilateral studio were the things that I experienced. That's mileage. Um, awesome. <laughs> that is yeah. mileage. That's mileage. That's and that's mileage. what counts in any yeah. effort. We talk about that yeah. a lot, Jamila. And like she's, yeah. Corey said, if you're not going to um, have the mission and the drive, then she doesn't want equilateral to be associated with something that's not going to be successful. And that's not an exactly. arrogance. That mm-hmm. often, that See, the difference between confidence and conceit, Corey, and I'm sure you know this, is humility. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's what you've learned. And that's yeah. what COVID has taught all us brilliant people on the planet, too, exactly. for a little while, isn't it? <laughs> a little humility <laughs> goes a long way. It sure does. And mm-hmm. I think some of the things that you're saying today um, are striking chords for me, and I hope for the listeners as well, because oftentimes, especially during times where you're not sure where your next paycheck is going to come from, there's a, a knee-jerk re- um, reflex to sort of say, well, I'll just take it, I'll just do it. Mm-hmm. Or if someone's like, well, can you do it for this, when you know good and well that you can't, because in order to give them the same quality and the same product, um, it's going to have to be at a certain level. But we would, we would take the money you know, not do as good a job, and then that impacts the entire um, brand. Like, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. being able to stay in your lane and be confident that, look, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to do this because there's another client out there that will appreciate and value what I'm bringing to the table and pay for that. Mm -hmm. I think it's a huge deal, and I hope people are listening um, and I just want to reiterate the fact that it's not just Bermuda clients that you're servicing, right? You're right, getting a piece exactly. of that 4.7 trillion. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the global market. Exactly. <laughs> and you, you, you said like you launched, what was it, officially yesterday, right? Or yes. today? It was yesterday. yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so um, I would like to talk in these last couple of minutes about the power or the tools that you have been able to use to get your your business out there, to get your name out there, especially in this time of COVID-19? Like, how are you still managing to make an impact and to get your name out there? Um, so to get our name out there, we pretty much just did a press release. I sent it to a couple of media outlets, one in Bermuda. Um, I have a friend who's in PR. Like, I've kept in contact with a lot of people that I went to school with, with a lot of my best friends who have um, media jobs at the moment in different areas. And like I said, my sister's in another area. So I kind of just spread that press release around and asked everyone to share it, you know, Mm -hmm. with different media outlets Mm -hmm. and different people. Um, Was anyone interested, really? Um, And then we use Instagram and Facebook a lot um, to do... um, to run promotions and ads. I'm going to start now moving into Google since we've officially launched mm-hmm. um, and okay. doing some Google ads. I use the tools that I actually use are Airtable for project management, QuickBooks for finances and accounting, um, Vesita for sales and CRM, Wix for my website and a little bit of marketing, MailChimp for the rest of the marketing that Wix can't handle. Um, and then um, about to move into Google. Okay. Now, are all of these platforms open source or do you have to like, are there costs to use them? Um, no, actually, they all of these platforms have a free account. That's what I started with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then recently, uh, I when you know, they have these packages that make you feel good and it says, grow your business. Oh, yeah, that's me. Yeah, so I started clicking all of those buttons, and now we pay for it. But they definitely have free um, packages. 
And that's good to know because when people are looking at trying to get started, because that's the conversation now, it's like, how can I still sell my products or deliver my service when mm-hmm. I can't physically be in the same space as my potential customer? Yeah. And so people are trying to move to online platforms to figure out how, how to get online. And so um, I think that's important to note that, in some instances, you can take the free package just to get out there in the first yeah, place. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And sometimes the free package actually is better, and the paid package might like just be like um, the branding is gone or technical support, and you can find technical support and frequently asked questions. So it's like if you actually compare packages some days, the free one is actually better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Again, research, here, right, folks. Corey? Research <laughs> yeah. what you're buying. <laughs> if they'll be charging you just to, you know, call them when you never even call them. Yeah. Right. That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Well, I think it's um, it's been great talking to you, and you certainly have shared some information that I think is very important for people to keep in mind as they look at either getting their businesses online or just trying to grow their business despite COVID-19. Because, I, you know, you see the comments online when you're in all these chats and people are like, we need to open Bermuda back up, we need to da 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 And I'm like, well, how can you do whatever it was that you were doing different mm-hmm. yeah. in order to still be able to earn a living for yourself? What what can you do? What can you switch up? How can you pivot um, your business to be able to still engage customers? And I think that you are a testament to, you know, doing just that. You you mm-hmm. not only are have international clients, but you actually launched the, the, the business during a pandemic. So... <laughs> It can be done. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, and then just to kind of answer that, I honestly, I I um, would encourage everyone at this time to do a lot of research and conduct some marketing surveys. If you're lost, um, look to your customers to help you because ultimately they are the ones that are your brand, right? They're the ones that you're purchasing the product for or offering the services. So ask them what is it that they want at this time. Um, Conduct some surveys through emails or social media or, you know, even in, well, not in person, but on the phone. um, Right. Just to kind of get what it is that they're looking for. And it it might inspire inspire the business owner. So when you say that, because I know a lot of people are like, well, how how do we do that? Are you using like SurveyMonkey or do you, you do yeah. like a Facebook poll or something like so, that? Yeah, so I think everything is acceptable, honestly. I really just feel like where are your where do your customers spend the most time? If they are um, an email generation, then use that SurveyMonkey and send it through the email. If they are an Instagram or Facebook generation, be on Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, or LinkedIn. It's all about where they are. Just find them and then talk to them, ask them questions. Oh, I know I have one question I just remembered that I wanted to ask you because mm-hmm. you seem like you've made so much progress and, you know, it sounds like you have this whole full marketing agency behind you. So can you <laughs> tell us, pull back the curtains a little bit and just say, how have you managed to action all of these things? Like, what have you done um, that has allowed you to get get it done, launch the site and all that? What, who um, have you employed to do this? My family. <laughs> <laughs> my family is super awesome. I, like, reached out in the family chat one day, and I was like, hey, guys, this is super hard. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I cannot go back and, you know, Mm -hmm. do any of you guys want to help me? And um, they were like, yeah. And so, funny enough, I had them all kind of do a job interview and send me the resume. Oh, you are. Did you hear what she said, Shelly? I heard her. Family, and then was like, uh, but you still need to interview for the position. Yeah. <laughs> well, you it. you gotta you gotta provide the right caliber yeah. of talent. Yeah, I love <laughs> it. Just to see where they could fit, and you know, sure. into equilateral the best, right? I don't yeah. want to be like a traditional um, employer where they have a job post and they send it out. Um, if I see talent or I see something in someone, 
I want to see, you know, what it is, what is their strong point and how can they play to their strengths? Of course, that's how yeah. you have a happy business yeah. environment, right? Love it. Mm. So love my it. family was totally up to it and they've been helping me. Um, well, they've been helping me a little bit, but now we're about to get the ball rolling and, you know, everything should fall into place. All right. Well, you have taught me some lessons, young lady. So <laughs> I'm going to start taking interviews. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Um, before we go, I know we're at, at the half, so I mm-hmm. just want to give you an opportunity, Corey, to share with the listeners how to get in touch with you if they have been moved by anything that you said. If yeah. you could just give your, your details out, please. Okay, so I am Corey Hippolyte, everyone. Um, you can find Equilateral Studio um, online at equilateralstudio.com or equilateral.studio. Um, you can also find us on social media um, at equilateral underscore studio. Awesome stuff. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing those little... Thank you for um, having me again. Guys. Yeah. It was great. I enjoyed the conversation. I've made some notes. I need to do some reflection (laughs) (laughs) to get my situation right. And then we will be back next Thursday, um, 4 o'clock. And I'm hoping to have um, someone on from the Choose Bermuda movement, which I think is really exciting. Um, And it's, you know, a movement around getting people to Buy Bermuda, especially yes. now, right? Use Bermuda. You um, <laughs> choose Bermuda. Yeah. And so I'm going to reach out to those guys who organized it and look forward to speaking with, with them and um, talking a little bit more about how people can get involved and support our local entrepreneurs. So, of which Corey awesome. is one. <laughs> yeah. I love your title on the page, Corey. Every great brand Thank begins you. with a greater purpose. Yeah. I think that's the big <laughs> lesson today, Jamila. That's right. <laughs> Way to bring it on home. So. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much, ladies. It's been a blast. And, Jamila, we Thank look forward you. to chatting again uh, next week, yeah. Thursday. Cheers, That's guys. Same time, same place. All right. Take care, Corey. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Mind Your Business with Jamila Lodge and Shelly Thunder, brought to you by BDC. Tune in next week, Thursday at 4 p.m. Ocean 89. I got a feeling deep within my soul. And right now I really need to let you know that each time I've fallen down inside that hole, you came and showed me there's a way to go. So we can love deeper, fly higher, see clearer, burn brighter, feel more than we ever did before. Yeah, we can swim oceans, climb mountains, dance like nobody's watching, live life like we never did before. And through the highs and lows, baby, I got you, yeah. Sell the house and give away the money, yo At first glance, it might sound funny But give me a chance, cause we could do anything I wanna take you on a motorcycle ride Through the sugar cane in the countryside We could take a bullet train to the other side You and me side by side So we can love deeper, fly higher See clearer, burn brighter, feel more Than we ever did before Yeah, we can swim oceans, climb mountains Like we never did before And through the highs and lows Across the-
Shake me down until the sun comes back around And even when I'm gone I'll turn our love into a song And I will sing it on back to you as I come home So we can love deeper, fly higher, see clearer, burn brighter, feel more than we ever did before. Yeah, we can swim oceans, climb mountains, dance like no bodies watching, live life like we never did before. And through the highs and lows, baby, I got you. I overdo it 
thinking since I can remember since I was single digits. Now, even though. Now, Ocean 89. I just want to shine like the sun when it comes up from the city from the rooftops. Cause the day's gonna be my day's gonna be my day's 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 Good night, stress. See you in the morning. I don't gotta guess. You're always there for me. So I never see to doubt. See me freak out Good night stress See you in the morning So I wake up I get out of bed Stay up Stay out of my head Cause it's dangerous And I don't wanna lose my mind
Bermuda's best music mix. Best music mix. Next. I find it hard to say the things I want to say the most. I find a little bit as steady as I get close. I find a balance in the middle of the chaos. Semi lost, semi high, semi never demi god. I remember walking in the cold of November. Hoping that I make it to the end of December. 27 years in the end of my mind. But holding to the thought of another time. But looking through the ways of the ones before me. Looking for the path of the young and lonely. I don't want to hear about what to do. I don't want to do it just to do it for you. Hello, hello. Let me tell you what it's like to be a zero, zero. Let me show you what it's like to always feel, feel. Like I'm empty and there's nothing really real, real. I'm looking for a way out. Hello. Let me tell you what it's like to be a zero, zero Let me show you what it's like to never feel, feel Like I'm good enough for anything that's real, real I'm looking for a way out I find it hard to tell you how I want to run away I understand it always makes you feel a certain way I find a balance in the middle of the chaos Send me up, send me down, send me never, demi god. I remember walking in the heat of the summer Wide-eyed one with a mind full of wonder 27 years and I've nothing to show Falling from the dove to the dock of the crow Looking through the ways of the ones before me Looking through the path for the young and lonely I don't want to hear about what to do, no I don't want to do it just to do it for you Hello, hello
emotion is mine. Enough of that. More hit music now. Now. Ocean 89.
get to know you better Kinda hope we're here forever There's nobody on these streets If you told me that the world's ending Ain't no other way that I can spend it Top of Paradise, Bermuda's best music mix. Ocean 89, a service of Bermuda Broadcasting. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Diane Brewer with Bermuda Broadcasting News. While bosses at the market 